I'm Molly. And this is Stupid Genius. Genius. Stupid Genius. How are you today? Feeling good. (laughs) Are you sure? Yeah, of course, of course. Feeling always, always feeling good. It feels like a Monday though, right? Yeah, just another manic Monday. It's been a bit of a manic one. We've had technical issues, we've had cancelled trains, we've had rain... It's all, all right sorts. though. Yeah, it's all right. We've we've caught, we've. B- b- I'm not <laughs> dealing with it very well. It would seem. I was going to say we've risen to the challenge. Yeah, we have. We have. Yeah. we have. We have. <laughs> <laughs> if I say it enough times, well, I don't even. It will become true. It will become true. Um, how was your week in your weekend? You oh, got... it was really good. And tattoos. Yes. How was that? It was really fun. Me and Lloyd went to get matching tattoos, which I know some people might find. Uh, vomit worthy but I've been excited and we did it and it was really good I don't think it's vomit I think it's cute yeah. and I it's mean, something it's... that is like close to you not only between you two exactly it's, it's not like, like I've got yeah. a portrait of him on yeah. my chest she has actually it's, <laughs> it's so good <laughs> it really captures his like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. but then so we went to get our tattoos which is really fun I've had a well busy weekend with family met my new cousin's baby Auntie's birthday surprise birthday party. So yeah, it's been full on, but it was really nice. Yeah. And then um, yeah, what about you? You've had a interesting um, one. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a good weekend. We're climbing, but we're um, climbing. We're climbing outdoors. I love it. Stacey Solomon um, in the room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> I promise, Stacey. Um, yeah, I don't know where that came from. Uh, yeah, no, my car um, has been crashed into. Which is quite... I mean, it didn't, it's fine. It's fine. Like, I don't have a nice car. It's, it is what it is. I mean, it's fine, but it's not but ideal. I, well, it's not ideal. <laughs> it only cost me 60 quid to change the tyre. And then I pried open with a um, wrench, like, uh, the fuel cap. And then it's fine. Like, oh, and then I've, I've the rest got, is just, like, aesthetic, is it? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll probably be written off. But I've got a year left on the MOT, so I'm going to ride it out until then. And just to be clear, you weren't in the car. No, I was in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I survived. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't that dramatic. But someone left um, a note on my on my thing. Oh, that's, quite, I thought they didn't leave. Oh, do you wanna read it? I'm gonna have to get my phone. But yeah, go for it. It's I quite funny. That's nice that they did leave a note though. Yeah, yeah, it, it is really nice that they left a note. I mean, it's like basic decent decency. Yeah. Please do not park in front of this building. <gasps> This is an industrial area and you are causing an obstruction. Wagons cannot get down this road to deliver to the companies and you are likely to get your car damaged when they try to get past your vehicle. Oh my god, fuck off. I thought you meant it was going to be like, I'm so sorry, I've hit your car, here's my number. So it was just a telling off. Yeah. And I love that when they said, you're likely to get your car damaged, they're like, I have damaged your car and it's your fault. Yeah, and I read that and I was like, oh, that's nice. Okay, I won't park here, that's good to know. Walk around to get my bag and the thing. There's a massive dent in my car and oh then the, my um, tyres punctured and... Oh, Do you know what funny. this actually reminds me of? When I was in doing my A-levels, where I, I used all the money I'd saved up from like working Saturdays and stuff to buy this absolute shit heap of, shit heap of car. But I, it was like my pride and joy. Yeah. It was, I think it was £700, brand new. It, I mean, not brand new. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, oh, it was like this little baby blue Peugeot 306, right? Yeah. Or oh, 307, so it's a dead little like boy race car. Mine's, mine was 700 quid. Yeah. Love Perfect. It. And That's I, all I, I just it's, loved it. Yeah. But um, I remember I was in English, right? And one of my friends came in and was like, like interrupted the class and was like, Mol, you need to go and look at your car. And I was like, why? What the fuck? What, what's, what? what's going on? You know? Yeah. And when you're that age, like the, your car is your freedom, especially when I grew up in like, when the countryside. Yeah. So I goes outside to the main road 
where that our school was on and I guess same as you must have been a truck or a lorry mm. had smashed into the side all the side windows oh. were completely smashed completely shattered there was no windows yeah the indicator had been ripped off the whole like yours the whole side panels had been like ripped mm-hmm. to shreds mm-hmm. And for weeks afterwards, I drove it round with bin bags over the windows. So if you were a passenger in my car, you'd Dude. have to open the door at junctions. I used to have to open the door to see if anything was coming. That's so funny. But you I just get on with it. This is what my supervisor said. He was like, oh, are you, you need to, not my supervisor, someone I work with. He was like, oh, are you going to get it fixed? I was like, no. He was like, well, you can't drive around it like that. And I was like, Why well, not? It's, well, it's either that or I don't have a car. Yeah, what's the other option? What's the option? I can't oh, afford another car. Hell. But I wanted to change, I wanted to, I changed my mind on the whole uh, you know, like last week I talked about vibrations and vibrational frequency, and if you're on a high vibration, yes. you know, you attract more positive things. I think that's uh, not bullshit. I think that's slightly, <laughs> they're slightly true, but it, this is how fickle I am. That was last week. And this Literally, week. Literally, in the space of a week, you've changed your whole nah, philosoph- yeah, philosophy yeah. on life. Well, I do still think that happens, and you still have, but I, life happens to everyone. Oh, no. That's I what agree. I'm trying to say. Like, uh, like, and bad things, bad things happen, happen to good people. But it didn't affect me as badly as I. It would have done, say, five years ago when I was in the sticks with my mental health. Yeah. But I looked at that and I was like, well, that's happened. That's out of my control. Let's just fix it. And and I took less time than I would have before. I just literally... To get over it. To get over it and book appointment. And it would have been a whole thing. Whereas it was just like, oh, that's happened. But I think that whole thing you were saying last week still stands. It's not that these things don't happen to people that put out good vibrations it's just that you can like deal with it better and instead of being like oh my god someone hit my car mm. this is the worst thing i'm having the worst day this always happens to me why does this bad stuff always happen to me yeah. you just go oh shit that happens to everyone and now yeah. i'm gonna get on yeah, yeah 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 but remarkably that is not your stupid i don't think for the no, week right so not. come on hit us with your stupid <laughs> oh she <laughs> really bad um, and I'm scared that they're going to hear this. But anyway, I'm not going to name names so that they don't oh. know it's... So it's, is it someone else's stupid? No, no, it's my stupid. Right, so just um, I needed to have a one-to-one meeting with my supervisor. And I set a meeting, sent out a doodle poll. They voted on the doodle poll. Then I set a meeting, put it in my calendar and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Got ready. It was on a Friday. Usually Fridays I just sit in like my horrible dirty pyjamas in my croissant 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 um and i sat down put a face makeup on because i was just like i you know some of those days oh, you like, need it you're like mask. sometimes i need i need yeah. to whoop. um sat down and i was like oh fuck when i say you need it i don't mean like <laughs> yeah mate you need it what i meant is some days <laughs> that sounded so bad i just realized some days you feel and i feel like you need, you need that it. lift just to clarify i'm yeah, not yeah, being yeah. a total bitch <laughs> you are i need it i'm like yeah emily you really you, i've it. seen you about me it's <laughs> bad <laughs> um yeah sat down five minutes ago i'm like oh she's she, they're never late and i was like 10 minutes oh they're never late okay let me check that i've definitely put the meeting for this time click on the click, click on the calendar and i'm looking at i haven't even invited them it's just I've just set up a meeting for myself. Were you actually in the teams meeting as well? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <doing? laughs> I didn't have a name on it or anything. I just you bloody idiot. Um, it was just it was just stupid. It was just one of those stupid things. <laughs> it was just one of those stupid things that, that happened. Oh mate. So uh, yeah, 
That's my stupid of the week. It was quite funny because I, I think I had another stupid and then that happened and I just started laughing. I was like, well, at least it's content, baby. It's mulch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Just living for that stupid content now. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm creating <laughs> for this podcast. Gets for Friday. You're like, this has been such a good week. What can I do what to really fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, go on. What's your stupid? Well, to tell you my stupid, I need to tell you my genius. So I'm going to be really controversial and oh. do genius oh it hurts it hurts i'm sorry okay so my genius um was that last week right i decided i have like a i think we've mentioned this you have like daily tasks and then bigger to-do list sort of thing and i have this um ongoing word document which is my i call it my monthly to-do list but it usually has like two to three months worth of stuff on it ambitious (laughs) (laughs) but it's just like everything that i need anything i I do that like phd to-do list yeah just stick it in there so i don't forget about it but it's like it is organised, but it could be organised better. Right. So I decided I had I'd had a really good working day, but I had about an hour left, and I knew that I wasn't going to do anything else like mm-hmm. really, you know, heavy. Yeah. So I thought, right, I'll get myself organised. So what I did is I every task on the monthly to do list, I actually inputted it into my Outlook calendar, decided how long it was going to take me, and set aside that much time in my Outlook calendar, and then dated all of my to do list. So now, like, for the rest of the week, last week, um, everything on my to-do list, I know it would still be on that to-do list, but it's not. It's done. The things that I said I was going to do are done. So I'm absolutely... I feel really good about it because, for example, this next chapter that I am writing, I've said to my supervisors I'll have a full draft of this next chapter by mid-April. Oh, my gosh. But I was thinking, how am I going to do that? Well, now I've actually put the days into my Outlook calendar of when I'm going to do it and box them off. That's exactly what I do. So Honestly, good. blocking out is something that I've learned very recently. Yeah. But blocking out your calendar, like, it's so useful because I have my t- day-to-day to-do lists. Yeah. But then I'll actually have, like, a, okay, writing block here. Yeah. I don't know, data analysis here. And oh, my God, it is so good because when then people go, oh, are you, can you we meet this time? And I usually go, yeah. And then I fill up my calendar with... Yeah sometimes pointless meetings often often pointless meetings and now i can be like no i'm i'm doing i'm writing but i don't need to tell them now i'll just be like no sorry i'm busy exactly however and also actually a good thing as well is that on internal emails it shows up as you being engaged yes. like your your little icon is red which is useful because if you say to someone no i'm not free and then you you appear as green obviously that could you know i don't know be yeah. taken the wrong way however that leads to my stupid oh, no. is that literally i did it and i was feeling really good about it and then half an hour later, I accepted two meetings on one of the days that I blocked off for writing, which were in total three hours of meetings. But do you know what? I couldn't not ha- I couldn't not have them. I couldn't. Ooh. So it's one of those like I felt. Re- I actually laughed out loud because I was like, it's hilarious. I've literally made this big song and dance in my head about blocking these days out, and then I've immediately accepted meetings. <laughs> so like one of the days next week, where it was, oh no, it's this week now, which is purely a writing. Literally, day. what I just said. I've already laughed half of it. However, I do Actually, think that's same with me. <laughs> but some things you can't avoid. I can't sometimes not do these can't. two meetings. Yeah, sometimes And they you are important. Yeah. So it's almost like, but I do feel but like... But it does I'm wean gonna... out the like the ones that you're like, mm, do I really need to yes, attend this? Yes, exactly. And I do feel like I'm just on a better footing now because, and also I'm looking at my diary now thinking, okay, well, I've accepted those two meetings. They're eating into the time when I was going to write this section of that chapter. Mm. So now I need to relocate yeah. that and it's And it gives you more of a structure of like, okay, deadlines. Because we set our own deadlines realistically. We do, completely. We do. Yeah. So like, whereas before I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I need to do data collection. 
don't know when like I roughly have an idea don't know but like setting them in your diary you're like okay this is and then telling people it's like an external like reminder being like okay well you actually have to get this on well it holds you accountable because otherwise you could just weeks could go and you don't do anything or you don't do the same thing you want to do that has been me but come on let's hear your genius um my genius is I got my it's kind of, actually it's kind of stupid. Um, I got my <laughs> no, I got my ethics back, which is so good, and Amazing. it's got approved. Was that not? So I submitted. Was that your genius last week? No, uh, I don't know what my genius was last week. Was it? I don't know. No, maybe not. What uh, was my genius last week? No, you finished your data collection. Finished my data collection. Right, last so week. this is the ethics so for the next. I, I, yeah, I have said like I've submitted, like I've sent my ethics off, and now it's been submitted. Oh, amazing! Woo. But it took Woo. a month to get back, and I was like, usually they don't take this long. No, they usually won't. And then I sent. I mean, it's not my street, it's their street, but I like sent a chase up message, a chase up email like, hello, hello, ethics, have you seen it? Have you got it? And they were like, oh yeah, whoopsie, it's been in our dump pile for a while. And I was thinking, Fuck. Imagine if you were literally just waiting on, not being able to do anything because you were waiting on I, that. I was, I physically was. Now oh, I can start amazing. pilot testing and start recruiting, which is well so exciting. So that's my final study, like on the way. On yeah, the way. That. I have to tell you. <laughs> One of my sisters, I'm going to name her name, <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> she listens to the podcast as well. Swear to God, her teeth are just like... Magnus. She's got gorgeous teeth, but they just constantly have food in there. I couldn't let I you... Know, I feel I'm like scraping at her teeth because I'm a sister, so I'm alive. Right, so, uh, yeah. I know, I could feel your finger getting closer. Yeah. Closer to my face. If you saw me staring at your teeth, I don't know what you said for the past uh, 20 minutes, actually. Well, do you know what? On that note, let's get rambling. Yeah, let's get rambling. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to start with okay or so or right. Okay. Okay. So then. I guess you know. Right then. Right then. Let's What's... just do them all. Okay, so right. Okay, so right, yeah. Start. Let's let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's ramble. Um, what's the ramble today? Today we are talking about a very um, hot topic right now, I would say. Like, a lot of people are talking about this. Hot take. Hot takes. Well, these might not be hot takes, but it's certainly a hot topic. Coming in hot. Um, we're going to try. <laughs> we're going to talk today about chat GPT. Chat GPT. Yes. What is it? Well, basically, this is um, very much dumbed down because I'm not a technological person. Yeah, can we just put it out there? Like, we don't know. Like, we. this is not our expertise. We are coming from it in a way that, like, it has been blown up and everyone's music. You know what? It's the number one downloaded. Oh, app. it's major. Um, yeah. It's overtaken everything, like Instagram, Facebook, yeah. everything. So Yeah, so we're very much, we're not in the icy world, but this is just our understanding of it and it's what, yeah, our hot take on it, I guess. Yes. So it's actually a language model and it stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Oh my um, God. I know. Um, it was... Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. <laughs> it's not very catchy. Is it? No. It really isn't. And whenever you say ChatGPT, everyone's like, what? Well, I say... Because I always go ChatGPT. And I always say the P is a B by accent, ChatGPT. Because I think GPT G-B- is something. GBT. Great British... Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Great Britain. God save our Weird. Sorry. Fuck. Um, 
Yeah, so it was built by OpenAI, and it's actually now had investment from buddy Bill Gates himself. Microsoft have gotten on the bandwagon, so I imagine it's going to continue to blow up. And in the first five days, right, that it was released, it had over a million users, which is pretty mental for like something like that. Crazy. It was everything like everyone heard about it every yeah literally it didn't matter it was almost like wordle industry <laughs> oh my god wordle. and that's look at where that is but i feel like this is gonna have longevity yes rather right, than I think wordle, so. was well, wordle was very much product of its time in terms of like everyone was in lockdown like we needed yeah, something yeah, to yeah. do i suppose yeah some people still do it like bless like. lloydie's mum who i think actually listens to the podcast so shout out to Hello. sam if you are listening um she still smashes the wordle she's, wordle, a, she's a wordle fun. queen yeah. and it is really good for your brain i really enjoyed starting my day with wordle we yeah. really did and it's quite competitive but we yeah. are digressing <laughs> so let's go back on um but yeah so it's been like they've been developing this for years i think there's like other alternatives to chat gbt see gbt gpt but this is the major one now um, basically, it doesn't understand words as such, but it understands how they go together, and it doesn't have its own knowledge. Um, obviously, I suppose that's quite obvious. It doesn't have its own knowledge. Instead, it has this huge database. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's basically read everything on the internet, which is crazy. It's mental. Yeah. yeah. So it can like generate answers um, based on what it knows from the internet, and it's on this probability model. So it'll give you like what it thinks is the most likely answer, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's like a predictor. It's like predicting not the future, but it's it's like right. Is well, that... no, it's predicting like your ans- the yeah, answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, it's self-improving. So like, it's informed. Say you a question you ask it mm-hmm. will then inform its next answer to the next question you ask yeah, it. Yeah. Which again, so it is pretty intelligent. Like it uses it uses like user experience to to get more developed answers and stuff right so the more it gets used the more it's gonna be developed yes and then it's gonna overtake the world and it's gonna develop a new brain and And then humans will become extinct and humans will be over but we will talk a little bit not not like that but we'll talk a little bit about like what does it mean for research i guess yeah exactly i think we're gonna have a little chat aren't we about the potential positives of it, the potential negatives, what it means for academia, because it will mean different things for different industries. And also a bit of feedback that we've had, mm. either that we've just found online or that we've actually had given yeah. to us. Or your experience. Tell us a little bit about your experience of it, because you I, used it, right? Yeah, yeah, I use it pretty much every day, actually. That is um, so good. It's so, I think, so helpful. And this go, lends into the positives as well. But I think it's so helpful for someone like me, who, um, as a dyslexic, just struggles to write an email I mean so I mean I mean everyone's been there it's taken you think a five minute email takes like 30 40 minutes you think what the frick like yeah how have I spent this long writing an email that's pretty basic and then I ask people to check on it because I want to make sure the spelling's right I have like spell check on and I want to make sure like the the vibe's right because I don't want it to be I'm not like a formal email writer no I don't like those formal I don't I mean it depends on the receiver well yeah but mostly I'm emailing more like supervisors and stuff like that and I want there to be that sort of relaxed um, relationship there. Still, obviously, they're my supervisors, but not like, hey, girl, I'm not right like you. Say, dudes. But like, so give me an example, right? So you open, so for, for anyone that hasn't used it, chat, chat GPT is like a chat bot. Mm. And like, it opens up like a messenger sort of type thing and you type in a question, right? So you're yeah. wanting to write an email to supervisors. So, what would you literally okay, type Okay, so I say, write me an email, write me an, in, um, an informal email about uh organizing a meeting and it will literally structure a whole email saying that i'll say can you write me an email um to like formal formal writing 
um, to say thank you the award. So I, I want to send them all thank you for like having me at the event. And I rough I write like a very two sentence structure of like um, I want to say to say thank you for having me at the event and award me. The event was really good. It was really useful, mm. and I um, and I look forward to working with you in the future. And it structured a whole like email Bloody that was yeah. so good. And obviously, you have to just read through and make sure. Yeah, that it's not absolutely. And it's American, so it's always like got the Z's in. So oh, just make sure that. you do that. And then I just copy and paste it. And See, already I'm thinking, like, you know, for international students who may be their second language, I mean, sorry, they're not first language English. That must be amazing. It's so amazing. To... And I think I saw a, um, I think it was like a TikTok or something. They said, I don't think you understand how amazing this is they can chat gpt can give legal advice to people that don't have access to that it's- see that's interesting because i listened to a podcast um about chat gpt mm. just to, like give me an overview of what it's about and that was saying that it can't give legal advice specifically it said that because i remember oh, thinking really? oh, that, and i remember thinking i want to check that but i've not been able to actually get access to oh, it okay, that's so- another thing guys there's like there's but- a waiting list to get or not like a waiting list. There like, is yeah, a waiting list. Yeah, would you call it a yeah. waiting list? Like you get put in a queue. You can't just click on it and access it. No. Because so many people are trying so to use it. Because so many people are trying to use it. It's yeah. overloaded. And sometimes it'll be like, it, it So I tried to check the whole legal advice thing. And apparently you can't. So that's oh, interesting. Okay, interesting that I saw that. Because I haven't obviously checked it either. But I know they said that they were having issues. Maybe not legal advice, but they were having issues with their landlords. And they didn't know what email to write them back to ask them about uh, questions. Okay. And then they formed a whole email with some form of right legality to it and yeah, like a yeah. formality to it so then people that aren't that, that they don't have access to that they don't have access to the knowledge or the internet or so, well actually, so yeah maybe that's the it internet to access ChatGPT. but maybe rather than giving advice then yeah they just summarize like what your legal stance is or something you know like the jargon yeah and stuff yeah like that. and for someone who yeah first language is in english maybe they've got um a like a disability yeah etc so i think it's so powerful in that way yes for me it it spell checks sometimes i just want to get it spell checked sometimes i want to get 500 words down to 200 words and i i say this is interesting though right because i was speaking to someone about if they've used it before and they said they submitted this was an undergraduate student they had a they had to write a 500 word like executive summary as part of their assessment Mm. and they needed to get it reduced by 100 words right and so this is would feed into one of the negatives i suppose about it and we will come on to this a bit mm. more but they said that they asked it to re- they said write this more succinct su- su- succinctly and um and um they it sort of did it but not very well mm. it didn't reduce the words so then they said write this but make it 100 words or less yeah and it just took out all the references oh do you know what i mean so i think like its capabilities are amazing but they have limits they do have limits and we'll come on to that and also sometimes when i say can you shorten this it completely changes what i've said the actual content so you've got to be quite clear in how you ask it to do stuff because it will if you say rewrite this it will rewrite it if you just say reduce this can you can you make this 200 words then it will keep your language and your writing style in but it will just reduce words so you've just got to be quite like it's almost like the genie. Like you've got to be quite clever on how you ask yeah, questions. Yeah, you've got to be very specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's just I don't know. I've done a few applications to some like awards or funding. Um, oh I did God. not for the one that I got, but yeah. like I've needed to like chop and change. And it's so useful because it's so hard to write about yourself. Yeah. And sometimes you go, "Can you write this?" And then they're like, "Oh, you've actually made that sound really good, and you made me sound really bloody good." It's insane, <laughs> is it? Because I've literally never used it, and I'm thinking I need to, I, I need to get on this bandwagon and see what mm. it's all about. I think 
it's it interesting can... because like when you actually read about what it can do I saw people were saying you can write literally like write a story like write mm. a book like mm-hmm. a fictional story it can make apps things like that. it's made apps it, it can code it for can you it can write poems it, it can, can write, write songs yeah. like yeah. you can do all this stuff and there was this guy um, called John Norton who I heard online he's a Cambridge professor I think and also writes mm. for the Observer does like a weekly column and he was saying he asked it to write a column in the style of John Norton so it would pull up from its database oh like the way gosh. he writes yeah write a column in the style of John Norton about whether or not um, GPT will replace human intelligence something like that yeah. and it wrote a column he said it was a bit bland it wasn't yeah. particularly great but it wasn't but he said his most shocking realisation was that it wasn't shit no, <laughs> you know I mean? like no when you read good. it you don't think this is definitely from a bot yeah. Like people, I mean, people. When I said um, Bex, when oh, thanks for sending that email. We need to send that email. I was like, don't thank me, just thank ChatGPT. And she was like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, I didn't write that. Though. I was just like, oh my god, it sounds like in your style of writing. It's so weird, like because it's already learned who I am. Yeah, it's learned my like. That is actually it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we like keep going with the positive, because I feel like you're obviously very positive about it i'm a little bit more skeptical i think that's because like i am like lloyd would definitely say he works in it obviously so he loves technology mm. and he thinks like an i'm an absolute old lady when it comes to technology because i'm always yeah. a bit like oh i'm always yeah. a bit nervous about it but i was like that because i grew up not having access to yeah i mean we didn't we couldn't afford a computer yeah. and we couldn't afford the like latest tech or the latest like gadgets or this and that yeah we never had a computer to be fair. i used to go to my no. mom's work to like write my literally <laughs> and like and and then looking at vin's like upbringing they were all very like quite savvy with it quite savvy with it because they had it and i and i went into that world and vin's like yours <laughs> like like literally like oh my god how are you so bad i wonder if that is why then because i have always wondered like why am i quite not even nervous around technology, but I'm just not... I'm way not as comfortable as it no. compared to other people. No, so I wonder if that's why, like, I growing up, I didn't have it. about me and Vin, like, Vin's so much like, how do you not know how to do that? I'm like, I just didn't... I just, it's, it doesn't feel intuitive yeah. to me sometimes. And I, I feel a little bit, like, dumb sometimes when I just think... Everyone just seems to be, like, knowing how to do this and that. And so I was like, okay, I need to... I, need I to think you're fi- quite tech-savvy. But I am, only because of only because of Vin. You've if, really tried if, it. If it wasn't Vin and how, like, he loves tech, he mm. loves, like... He's that classic guy of, like, I don't know, getting the drone when the drones were in. And, like, yeah. we were, like, you know, those sort of stuff. He he does love it. So if it wasn't for him, yeah. but I'd be so reluctant Well, to maybe that is why and... I am a bit, a bit wary of it. But Yeah, because when it came to Discord, you were like... <laughs> Oh my god! I don't want Discord. I don't want anything to do with it. Basically, guys, we uh, we've mentioned it before. We're part of this society, and um, and I, I totally get why we need a Discord for our members to be able to chat. But as a committee member, I like Molly was instantly like, "No, I'm not downloading it." I know. <laughs> Uh, I never say no to anything. Like on that group, if anyone's like, "Can anyone do this?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then they're like, "Download Discord." I was like, "No." Okay. <laughs> like, but why? Do you know why that is though? That's not even my reluctance to engage with technology. That is it's because just another fucking group it's chat. another fucking group chat. And I often feel quite overwhelmed. Like I know that my like anxious feelings get worse when there's like you know when I have loads of In messages that I need to reply to, and like I love my friends and I want to message them, but I get overwhelmed at the thought of messaging everyone and stuff like that. Yeah, sometimes you let a message be there for a day a week yeah and a it month. can play on you can't it and, so and you think you know what I'm not mentally 
ready to reply. Because, yeah. Because you shouldn't have to reply to people constantly, constantly, constantly. And that's it. Having Discord just felt like, right, I've got Facebook Messenger, I've got WhatsApp, I've got normal text messages, you've got Instagram chat now as well. I deleted Snapchat again. I get it, I delete it, I get it, I delete it. Because yeah. one of my friends, have, they all have, we yeah, have a group yeah, chat. Yeah. So this Discord was just like, get out, But back to anyway, ChatGPT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of the potential negatives, I think, because we're obviously thinking from an academia point of view, aren't we, right? And I think the big one that people are maybe quite fearful of, particularly educated, educationalists, yes, um, would be the whole um, threat of plagiarism, cheating, mm-hmm. students using it to mm-hmm. write unoriginal work. Well, the bliss about that is you can check. Can you though? I yep. don't think you can. Yeah, there's um you can check how if it's been written by an AI technology. So um I saw something on in, um Twitter and this guy wrote an article um himself. Yeah. And he put it through to see almost like um to see if it's you know you have one for plagiarize plagiarism, but it's basically one to sorry if I keep on sniffing I've got a stonking yeah, cold. Yeah, for once I am actually well and Emily has a cold. I'm so happy to so say I'll it. just let, I'll just let my nose drip so I don't <laughs> ruin the uh, sound quality. And the one he writ, written um, he wrote himself came back as like what two percent AI and he was like a bit a little bit sad. I wish it was zero, but okay. And then um, the one that was written by AI technology a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Right, well, I so you, I have you not will be that. so you, you can you can run it through that and see if people are using it. That's so interesting because I have not heard about that, and I think if you can, then that's great because that obviously gets rid of that aspect. However, in terms of assessment, that's not a formal thing, is it? So we're talking about like. Um, it, I reckon it will become. It will have to be in like you know like turn it in and all that sort of well, stuff like plagiarism stuff. It will become as in you need to submit it to the plagiarism one and we yeah. need to see the the AI if it's because at the moment right say like so I'm my students will come on to this they're not doing um uh, what you call it coursework anymore but say if they did right if that was run through turn it in which listeners that don't know turn it in is basically like a plagiarism detecting system that we have and mm. um, it would run through that and say if it came up with like 50 percent plagiarism i could i could um what's the word fail them because yeah. of that right yeah and that's fine that's legit because failing someone's quite a big deal you have yeah. to go through you know formal processes don't you but if there's this external thing of what you've just described, something mm-hmm. that checks for AI, mm-hmm. if I just do that myself, I can't justify that. No. I can't say to the student, oh, I failed you. Why? Oh, because I ran it through this thing and it yeah, came up yeah, as... Yeah, and it came up as AI. Like, so that is maybe... I reckon it will become well, this integrated is the thing. into... Policies will have to catch yeah. up, won't they? But what is so wrong with getting it written by AI? <laughs> what is so wrong with having research that's done by AI? Like... Obviously, what, seriously? Do you want to see... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think there's there's an aspect to... I don't know. I think it could be really helpful in that way of, like, getting research done quicker and then other research, like interview, Like, lab practicals and stuff like that that can't be done, you know. I think then that's when... I think I think there will be a shift. I don't know, that's I my personal opinion. I see what you're saying. And I, I, again, I'm very fickle. I'll probably... I like I don't know enough about it, but no. to me I don't I don't see I don't know why it's so bad. I, I do see what you're saying and I think for certain things, like for example structuring things. Yeah. Like saying, Can you please structure an essay or something like that. Maybe yeah. that's okay or like but honestly, no, I do think it is a problem because like it in my opinion anyway, and I guess I come from like a philosophy background where critical thinking is key, yeah. 
if your students yeah. are just getting their answers through ChatGPT, there's no critical thinking going on. There's no problem solving going on. So mm. yeah, that answer might be acceptable and it might get them through an exam or through a coursework yeah. submission, but they're not learning to critically think. And writing is a, such a valuable skill to learn. Like you don't want to, you don't want to be like, well, I don't need to learn that skill because yeah. But it is interesting though because I was thinking, right? You know, so the way that our generation is reacting to Chat GPT, this whole yeah. big thing. Oh my god! Drink every time we said Chat GPT. You're gonna get sick of hearing that I know. word. We need another word. Chatbot. Here. Chatbot. Um, yeah, the way that uh, everyone is reacting to it, I sort of imagine like when did Google come about? Was it like the eighties or the nineties? I actually don't know. That's embarrassing. It was born. <laughs> but when Google came out, yeah. like, I'm just imagining. I wonder if it had the same sort of response because before Google, academics, yeah, and I always think as a Harry Potter fan of Hermione yeah. Granger, yeah, getting over a big book. But like, it's the only option. Yeah. So like, if we were doing PhDs now, but there wasn't, you know, the internet didn't exist and Google didn't exist. Can you imagine how hard that would be? Like going to the library, Disgusting. every single thing you want to know, you have to search how much longer that would take so do you think like yeah. academics from pasto times do you think they probably just think we're a joke because we have google and we yeah. literally just type in questions is yeah. it just it's just a more sophisticated what, yeah, yeah, google. yeah 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 i do think that and i think when um someone asked me a question on teams i was doing a presentation and i and they asked me a question and i gave an answer and then i was like i'm interested to see what chat gpt drink <laughs> um, <laughs> would say about it and they literally it literally said exactly what i said and i was thinking well that's i, I won i was like pat myself on the back because like, hey yeah 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 <laughs> i fucking like i know my shit and then uh, <laughs> yeah that's good it's just like a bit of like um but then recognition well, yeah but then also i was like okay well why can't we use chat gpt to teach to teach ourselves and like like a google because yeah. It literally is a uh, high-tech Google. It's, it's literally sorting all the resources from uh, literally every yeah, internet. It, it, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and I think this actually comes on to another potential negative, is this, and I hate this term, I can't believe I'm going to say it, but fake news, right? I hate that term so much. But that fake whole news. idea of like misinformation, because it there's no one choosing, like, okay, it only it only gathers information from... Uh, fact-checked sources or something Ah, like that it's getting its information from the whole web isn't it or like i think from i think its knowledge database is up to 2021 something like that like they have to input it but you know it's very likely that you're going to get misinformation or Mm -hmm. fake news or inaccurate information and that's quite worrying because then you you know you could very easily think and i also heard something that said because again i haven't used it personally but it's like collecting apparent, all that facebook malarkey <laughs> but also apparently it doesn't like there's no ambiguity there's no uncertainty in the way it presents its answers so you know like sometimes with alexa or google it'll say oh i'm not quite sure about that or something mm, chat gpt does not have that function no. it presents this is the answer and right. that again is scary for people who do just read stuff and yeah. say that's fact and it doesn't yeah if, if no one's critically thinking exactly it, if we're losing if our just... skills to critically think and then we have something that's telling yeah. us like, this is an answer yeah, yeah yeah you're just gonna potentially accept it yeah. which is, is also a bit worrying worrying potentially. but also like people do that anyway now so like what's the difference oh i suppose people people literally will read an article and not question not think twice about it i mean that's why fucking what's his name i hate saying his name but um oh. jordan peterson that's oh. why so many people like 
fed into his bullshit because yeah. he would say stuff as if it was fact. So authoritative. So like, authoritative. Yeah. So like, this is fact, this is what the research is telling you. But like, he was just taking whatever he wanted from the research and delivering it and how he wanted to say it. You just have to put him. science or research in front of yeah. anything. And people just believe this it. This is a like, subject literally. I want to talk about, like, bigger, but science can be a liar. Oh. Like, science told us the earth was flat at one yeah. point. In, in one point in history, science... So He's like, constantly so like I don't see again. I'm just counteracting. I don't see that. Yes, I see that as an issue, but I see like Google does that anyway with articles and everything like that. Yeah, but it does it in a much more sophisticated way. Yes, I suppose. Yes. Do you know? What so I mean? you've got to be a little bit more. Crit- I think maybe because we're we've really developed our critically thinking skills that I just think well, it's it is it is what it is. Oh my gosh, I suppose. And then thinking about it, so thinking back to that whole idea of like plagiarism and cheating and stuff, I was thinking as someone who teaches undergraduate students, we actually had to change our assessment this year. So mm. the students were meant to be doing um, an at-home piece of coursework and then um, we changed it so it would be an exam. Like they would have um, a certain amount of time to do it. So it's an exam, but they would do it at home, not under exam conditions. Yeah. Anyway, with the release of ChatGPT, we actually had to rewrite the module so that it would happen under invigilated exam circumstances. Because when you put the questions into ChatGPT, the answers ain't going to get them the first right. They're not. They they probably get them like a 2-2. But but it will give them an answer. And so we've actually had to change how how we design our module. The other thing I was thinking... But students cheat anyway. Like, if it's, if it's online, they still, like, can Google and cheat, like, that way. Yeah, 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 it's just... So, exactly. like, so like if anything, it's actually done probably, the sh- like, the students a better job in the sense of, like, well, you now you have to have it in person. So now they're like, oh, well, I was going to cheat either way and now I'm going to have to actually learn actually it. actually have to learn it, I suppose. Yeah. And I Sorry, suppose- <laughs> like, I'm really... <laughs> I didn't think I was so like you're such a pro chat GPT well because as well like sorry going back to the fake news I know like you wanted to say something but I don't know it's kind of useful in the sense of you saw that whole um, uproar about Facebook and um, with the votes they really like so they they scary they like um, what was it I'm gonna get it wrong but I know they put out the wrong dates for voting to the black community right they, I'm not sure like about that. that, but I know there was a lot of misinformation. And like, that's it. That's it. Sorry, yeah, there was a lot of misinformation towards. Um, they targeted like black communities, so they wouldn't vote in up. America. Um, and then, say with ChatGPT, it it will collect a lot of information for everywhere. So surely it will be be more factual than like what we're seeing anyway, which is like targeted. So um, you're saying that the, what is out there is so false anyway. But the, the point... Yeah, there's so much fake news out there anyway. And they and they literally direct it towards the right people that they want to. Literally, literally I was watching a, um, a video on Instagram. And in my head, I was thinking... I, I don't know, it was something... Someone was doing a pole dance routine. And there was some boys in the background that were just so unbothered. And I was like, it's so funny them just like making dinner while she's just like spinning around a pole. Yeah. Like doing amazing stuff. And then literally the comment popped. I didn't even say that. I was thinking it. And then the comment popped up. And, and it literally said, I love how unbothered the guys are. And I was thinking, well, fuck me. Like, it's already, it's, it's already there. Like, it's already... I guess the difference between maybe my perspective and your perspective is you are very much thinking of this in terms of, well, there's two evils. You may as well go with... Is it not two evils, but it's like, well, it's bad anyway, so let's do it. I'm mm. trying to think of it maybe more from like a normative perspective of like what should be the case though okay so okay yeah yeah, we're saying like oh well that's bad but so is that so you may as well do that thing but it's like what should we be aiming for again and i'm not saying that i don't think 
chat GPT is good, but I guess I just think we need to be aware of like the potential negatives. But that so, yeah, don't just use it as like okay, this is this is factual. I think use it within use it the right the right way, not the wrong way. But yeah, that's so like hard emails, because not everyone's going to do that. Emails great. Yeah. But my, my biggest worry is that yeah, it will thinking of it from a student perspective like it will just like stifle their creativity or just stop them thinking as yeah. much and in a world where we already are encouraged to not really think critically to be fair to just be fed answers yeah. you don't even have to think about them and and there was a thing that I wanted to write like it was actually a sentence I wanted to write for a paper and I was like oh I can't be bothered I'll wait I'll use chat GPT and then it was down and I was like oh I'll just wait for it to be up again and but then did something else. And then I and then to be fair, it was still down. I was like, and then I, I checked myself. I was like, Emily, it's a sentence. You can write a bloody yeah, sentence. Yeah, and this what are you is doing? the thing. Like, it might make people reliant on something that they mm. actually have the capabilities to do oh, themselves. To do it. The yeah. other thing, I guess, to think about, uh, I guess, is what does it mean for can, us academics? Yeah, and that's it. I'm sounding really negative now, and I do think there are some positives. Like one positive. No, it's is, fun to have this. Like, I know. Debate, I'm such like a, yeah, yeah. I'm sounding like such an old lady, but like um, one thing I did think would be quite good, um, which doesn't counteract what I've just said, but it's sort of looking for the silver mm-hmm. line, I suppose, is if you are an educator and chat beats chat <laughs> chat GPT chat drink, drink. <laughs> we're gonna be smashed oh my god help me I can't <laughs> if it does like <laughs> we just dropped something on the floor um yeah if it is the case right that the chatbot makes it so that certain assessments are no longer feasible like writing an exam or I mean like writing coursework well, maybe that just shows that educators need to start thinking outside the box mm-hmm. and start being more creative with the sorts of assessments we're giving people. Yeah. And like, should we be marking people, all people with the same bog standard assessments? Write an essay, write this. God. Maybe Especially it's... like in the world of academia where, you know, I mean, published papers need to be written, not need to be, but most of them, if you want them to be successful in English written language, right? Mm-hmm. For people who are international students and English isn't their first language, I can't imagine how tough that is. Why is that Incredibly. the case? Like, why, why do we have to have? It's just like, well, we're well, not going to change. Yeah. You have to, you have to come on board, or you're not going to be like a su- successful, su- successful uh, academic. Yeah, we're extremely privileged, definitely, yeah. to be writing in English. I think, yeah, that's one thing I can imagine it will be yeah. amazing for. Yeah. yeah. Because my friend, she thinks in French. She's French, so she, she thinks in French, and she says it takes her twice as long to think in French and then translate it into English oh and then write it down in English. And then she's also marking people in English, and she's like, "What's that word for? What's that word?" And I can imagine ChatGPT to just be like, "Yeah, so useful for her." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does have lots of positives, I'm but sure. Yeah, it can overtake a lot of job roles. Like, what is our say if we're write, if you're writing essays? If, if the AI can do it, where does that leave some academics? But I do think it's important to acknowledge that the AI can do it. It cannot do it as well. No. that I, I don't believe it can do it as well. I think it can give you like um, a, a solid answer, a solid essay, um, but you're not going to get that critical analysis. You're not going to get, you know... Like, in terms of grading, it's as I said before, I don't think it can produce first-class answers. That's my understanding of it, mm. anyway. It can't network. <laughs> no, so how is it going to get their research can. seen? Yeah, it, can't, yeah. it can't, like, do interviews. It can't do lab practicals. It can't do... There's a lot of stuff that, for us academics, I wouldn't be worried about. I, I, no. I think it can help 
I don't think it. I think yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see it unravel. I guess. Yeah, I'm definitely not worried by. It. I think it is going to shake things up though. I yeah. do think it will, yeah. but that's not a bad thing. As no. I say, that's not necessarily a bad thing. And for things like like what you said earlier in the episode about it being able to do quick uh, things that would take us hours very quickly, yeah. great. Yeah, and, and, and like, structure stuff um, as well as well. Like, and you go, oh, can you create a structure for a lab report? And then it will yeah. give you like a structure, and Which that's is really amazing. nice. And then you can, yeah. Or you could ask it like, can you please? please i'm such a polite chat boys stop i say thank you and they're like it's like you're very welcome oh my god, like, oh my god. but yeah you could say could i please um could you please synthesize the literature on ethical leadership for me from 2004 to 2010 yeah. why you would be using such yeah. old day old papers i don't know but i presume like you could ask it and that would be great it would yeah it would pull together what you need and then from that so i guess maybe use it as like a springboard like somewhere to then generate your own ideas from yes what it can give yeah, you yeah, yeah 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 and it doesn't uh, yeah i think it doesn't do it doesn't do proper references like i remember I've reading that, that. Yeah, yeah it doesn't give you proper references so be careful with that don't just re- like rely on it because it doesn't actually yeah i was speaking to someone from my department in a writing retreat and she said that it literally they asked it to use right uh, references and it just made references up it just put in yeah, references. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, they're not actually references. So you have to be careful. Um, I did just want to, if we're finishing up, include a quote from our Lloydie. As in, I had a little chat with him about this. Yeah. And I said to him, like, what is the whole thing about job displacement? Like, are you worried? You know, working in IT, do you think oh. it's going to make a lot of people redundant? You know, like, yeah. when self-checkout suddenly became a thing and people were like, oh, well, fucking great. Like, yeah. I'm no longer going to be a cashier. And I think that's... Uh, probably like i don't know what lloyd said but like i think that's what's so interesting is there's always friction to the next thing and i think you can be that person that's like reluctant to accept it or you can just accept it and go along for the ride because if you're going to be that person like it's happening it's happening anyway yeah there's no point there's no point being you may as well jump on board and see how it can help you and help progress things rather than being like well, it's all, and obviously you got to think about the negatives because AI is bloody scary, like mm. it is. But it's happening anyway, so you may as well. You you just hope that it's um, run by good people without like. Right, and I'm so <laughs> glad you've said that, right? Because I know I need to be more like you and be a bit more like open to these things. Because don't I don't want to sound like I'm totally like I don't like it, but no. I come from a philosophy and ethics background yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. I cannot help but think about the ethics of these mm. things and you just said we have to hope it's run by good people right and there you have it so like and it's, um, it's most likely not <laughs> it's most likely not it probably isn't let's be yeah. honest and then um, I was listening to this thing and they were saying that like the Google Google are coming up with it, their own alternative it's probably been in the works for mm. years whatever. I think there's another one called not Bing oh god I can't Bing is a thing though it? this yeah. is called like no I'm not even going to say it because it'll be wrong but Google's one is quote gonna have it's not a quote but this is what I said it's gonna have an ethical code right or ethical ah. rules whereas chat GPT doesn't now there's two problems in it chat GPT drink and <laughs> it's a problem that it, <laughs> it's a problem that it doesn't have one but then Google's one what what ethics is it based on is it based on a virtue ethical perspective? Mm. Is it based on a consequentialist perspective? Who is writing that Who's ethical code? That yeah, yeah. Because what human... And there will be a bias towards it. Of course there will. There's a bias towards everything. And if you don't know what a bias is, do you want to explain it? No, not really. <laughs> I don't know how to explain <laughs> well, it. Well, bias just means is when that... you're like, predisposed to think a certain way that... Yeah, okay, let me give you an example. So, um, 
we uh, a year ago like today we had this whole like argument about um women paying you know there was a gender pay gap and it was international yeah. women's day and all that sort of stuff and this guy um who's a pgr was like i don't see the issue women pay women choose lower paid job roles because they have more caring natures yeah <laughs> and and da, 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 and we're saying a lot of problematic stuff um basically i don't see the issue with women in lower paid job roles basically yeah. and lo and behold he is um in looking into ai technology he is making the decisions whether you know that whole he's looking at um, driverless cars, cars and who's a hit. Like you know, say if there's a car crash, that trolley happens, problem, the mate. trolley problem. Do you go towards the group of people or do you go towards that one? I don't know, doctor that's going to save lives. I literally lives. teach this in you my. You literally teach this, right? Yeah. So he's looking at that and he's looking into that, but he has that subjective bias where women should stay put and not, you know, have high paid job roles and they choose this and they choose not to go into academia or STEM yeah. or this sort of stuff. And men should be the breadwinners and if you're a woman, you're not, you're less likely to, if you're a woman and you're successful in your career and academically driven, you're less likely to have a man. He's, he's got a lot of implicit he's, he's biases. He's got a lot of implicit biases and a lot of thoughts on that. And now he's making a decision on... yeah. On running this code for this driverless car. That's what I mean. So, so he's no going to have way. a bias on, like, maybe if there's a man and a woman and they're both in the same paid yeah. job roles, he's probably going to pick to crash into the. Well, we, you can't you don't even know. say that explicitly, but, but it, it's hard to believe that a coder's bias, whether it's implicit or explicit, does not feed into the code that they write. Exactly. Isn't exactly. It? Like really how, how, you, how are you not. As much as you wish you didn't have a bias, you do. You have your own thoughts, you have your own opinions. And this is what I always say about, like, AI, is, like, until we can adequately answer questions like the trolley problem, you know, which is a hypothetical thought experiment, I think it's attributed to Philippa Foote, 1967, yeah, you something know like that. Me. I probably butchered it, didn't I? No, 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 it's good, but what I'm saying is we're talking... Philippa Foote created this thought experiment in the 60s, right? And we're now mm. in 2023 and no one has... We still don't have an answer to it, no, right? Because So until we have an answer to questions like the trolley problem, how can AI deal with these problems, these ethical questions? Because humans can't deal with them. And humans are creating the, the code. The code! Yeah. Ah! So it's, it's fucked. It is fucked. But That's like, the you, scary bit. Yeah, but it's happening anyway. So you just gotta... <laughs> you just gotta if I can go along for the ride and maybe speak up to be like I don't know where this guy should be in that position <laughs> yeah yeah I mean yeah we, what we, was Lodi's quote before oh, we get too negative because <laughs> happy international women's day and all that jazz but. well we will be doing a bonus episode guys so look out for that but yeah so but it, I mean it was a really quote but I did say to Lodi should people be worried you know about their jobs and things like that mm. and he basically explained to me that if this does replace jobs because it probably it will, will it will replace it will. jobs it will be those sort of automated, simple tasks and things like that. Lloyd said, nothing to worry about if you're good at your job. Yeah. So there we go, and also, <laughs> and also, like, nothing to worry about because there'll be, there'll be other jobs created. Think about the way, like, there was not influencers 10 years ago, 20 yeah. years ago. There wasn't these creative job roles. There wasn't YouTube. There wasn't these amazing... There wasn't podcasts. We well, wouldn't be here today. At the same time, though, like, there's gonna be... they didn't replace anything. They were like new industries, right? Yeah, they're new industries. But that's what I'm saying. There's going to be new industries to have, like go into. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's yeah, a lot. Yeah, for example, someone that creates something that checks whether an essay is chat GPT. Yeah, that's another, that's that's another a job. That's another job. 
yes there will be jobs lost but there will be jobs gained in other aspects so like yeah just trying to be positive yeah so i guess like to sum up how maybe we we feel about it is that you know embrace it you need to it's there to stay you know it's only going to get more sophisticated more widespread and there's exactly google's coming out of one yeah there's like so i suppose embrace it but at the same time you know be be aware that there's there are some potential negatives there's some potential shortcomings of it and just be aware of those and be critical i think that's my biggest thing is i want people to stay critical because Mm. i i worry yeah i worry that there's a potential to lose that critical for sure. for sure for 100%. sure 100%. oh we nearly got through a whole episode without 100% I say for sure too much it's an issue and I've been holding in a sneeze this whole episode go for it sneeze sneeze it's like it's there now you yeah know you, you need to find a light source yeah. but, but guys if you light. have a, oh okay <laughs> If you have other, you know, opinions about chat GPT, we'd love to hear them because, yeah. you know, this is just our take on it. Let Who do you know. agree with? Are you more of a Molly chat GPT drink? <laughs> or are you more of an Emily chat GPT Yeah. GPT. Let us know, guys. Yeah, let us know. We... Let us know your opinions. Send us, send them in. We'd love to hear it. Love to, we always love to hear, like, feedback as well. Oh, my God, absolutely. I love hearing it. Because so, some people, not everyone agrees with us. And that's... It's, that's... it's shocking to believe that. <laughs> what? Are we not right 24-7? <laughs> but actually, we've got a bit of a fun twist today because... Um, believe it or not, Lloydie and Vin seem to have lives outside of Super Genius. Vin was like, Emily, I'm back to back with work. Like, I don't think I can. I was like, what about on your lunch break? He's like, no offence, Emily, but like, yeah. <laughs> the 30 minutes I had to eat, I do I don't want to spend with you. And actually, I said to Lloyd, oh, babe, we just need you to cover because Vin's. And he was like, Mole, I'm at uni all day. He was like, I can't do it either. Yeah. But do you know what? We have something even better. Yeah, so let's get, let's get going on the inspiration. Let's get some inspiration. For your Okay, so we have a new little um exciting Yeah, new guest. So you've heard from her little like stupid ingenious. She submitted her thesis very recently. Yes. And I thought it'd be really fun because we don't have access to Vin. Or Lloyd. <laughs> we don't have access. We don't have unlimited access to them, annoyingly. Um, we have an even better guest, sorry guys, but we do. Yes. And that's Dana. She's amazing. She's amazing. And we thought what would be fun, because we're talking about ChatGPT, is to get ChatGPT to give us an inspirational quote. Yes. So we're going to call Dana, and we're going to ask her if she needs any inspiration for anything. Um, and I'm going to bring that down, and we should probably... Hello! Hi, Dana! Hi guys, how are you? Good. Good, how are you? Good, thanks. I've had a little lie in, which was nice. Oh. Just, I went to the post office and I'm just waiting outside the gym. I was booked into a gym class. So oh, that nice. sounds productive. What gym class? Yeah, what gym class? Full, full, full pump, body pump. Oh my god, I love body pump. Body pump is so good. It's, it's hard, but it's good. You'll come out feeling amazing. Yeah. Good, that, that's the plan. So, what inspiration? We're going to ask our like um, AI technology, what inspiration do you need for today or the week or life in general? <laughs> So, I think for me, right right now, it would be trying how to unwind, like properly relax, because I'm finding myself, like, my brain's still, like, overactive, and I can't actually enjoy doing nothing. Yes. So, I think it's just how to embrace being in the moment, really, and just relaxing and not feeling like you need to keep on with the next thing always. 
Do you know what? That is, I bet so many people relate to that as well. Like not just in academia, yeah. but all over the world, like how to relax. So Emily has typed the question into chat GPT, GPT, and I can see that it is busy typing, typing away. away. So Emily, what does it say? So it says, relaxation means realizing. What? Can you read Hang it? Hang on a minute. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. My dyslexia kicked in. Relaxation means releasing all concern and tension and letting the natural order of life flow through one's being. Sometimes the best way to unwind is to simply let go of all the worries and stresses that are weighing you down and allow yourself to be present in the moment. Take a deep breath, focus on the present and let go of all the distractions and noise around you. Remember that relaxation is not a luxury. It is a necessity for your mental and physical health. So take some time to unwind, recharge your batteries and come back stronger and more focused than ever before now so, before I... we give our feedback okay dana what how do you feel does that help like what is your thoughts about that, right, that so quote? at the beginning when it was saying just let go i thought that's the problem that's a hard part yeah do you let go but then when i like the quote when it said it's not a luxury it's a necessity of daily life now that is important and that is something i need to remind myself that I, it shouldn't be viewed as something that you you know you get as a reward. It should be embedded in daily life. Yes, you know? I so, so that agree. Part, yes, I liked. <laughs> I agree. Like it didn't. It's just saying unwind. Like it didn't give you any advice to unwind. Like, I'm just gonna say it. I oh, think that's pretty useless. I've, I've asked. Do you yeah. have more advice? And it's typing away. It says, "Here's some more tips on how to unwind. Find an activity that you enjoy, whether it reading a book, practicing yoga, taking a bath, or going for a walk in nature." Find an activity that brings you joy and helps you relax. Two, disconnect from technology. Technology can be a great distraction. Sorry, it's typing right now. Um, But it can also add to your stress levels. Which is so true. And it's quite ironic that we have a tech bot telling Telling us us to disconnect from technology. (laughs) So try to connect, disconnect from your phone, computer, or any other device uh, for a little while and focus on the present moment. So this is actual advice. Yeah, what do you reckon, Dana? Is that a little bit more useful? Yeah, it is in the sense that, like, with hobbies and, you know, even going to the gym or even going to a cafe and reading a book, they are what I would consider hobbies. And I do tend to feel more relaxed when I'm focusing on those things, things that you enjoy. So that does, it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I bet it's so odd, though. Like, you've gone from literally needing to do 10 million tasks a day to now having like nothing to do and you can fully focus on your enjoyment and your time but like I bet you yeah. kind of lose lose that a little bit you oh, lose a little bit of purpose gosh. you realize like what do yeah, I actually enjoy like, part of your identity is just like gone suddenly it's like whoa <laughs> yeah oh that must be crazy and suddenly you've got so much time to think and so I guess your yeah. brain is like desperate to be engaged in a way and I, th- I know if it was my brain it would just cling on to like anxiety inducing stuff same, probably same yeah what would yeah, your so we we've heard what chat GPT um, thinks you should do if someone it's else still is going. To, oh it's still going <laughs> it's still typing away it's got loads of advice oh I'm my gonna God. shut that and put that away but if one of your friends Dana was to come to you and ask you for the same you know advice like something on on that idea what would you say so I think my initial response would be focus on things that make you happy um, hang out with people that make feel happy mm-hmm. and try to accept that you don't always need to be productive you need to be you don't need to be doing something at every point in your life to feel worth something you know oh. like focusing your mind on anything so that's what i think i would say whether i would take that advice is a different mm. story 
You need to take that own advice. That's such good advice. That is so, so good. You're so right. And it's like, I think we're made to believe that we should always be progressing. Like, right, what are you working towards now? What are you working on? What self-development are you doing? Well, it's that question that you, you, when we started a PhD, people were like, oh, so what's next? I was thinking, fucking hell, let me get this PhD first. It's so true. It's like, point of submission. Yeah, I had some congratulations, but most people were asking, so what are you doing next? And it's like, can you not let me breathe? Yes. Taking a breather for This is something that I've learned this year is to just really feel comfortable in doing nothing. Yes. And when I mean doing nothing, like doing mind-numbing things, maybe just watching TV, maybe just like having coffee with nothing on. And It's been like, I think I did that yesterday. It was an hour and I was just sat there with coffee and I was like, shit, what yeah, have I done? Yeah, see, I find that hard to do without having anything, a podcast or anything. It's really I literally hard. Just, I literally just switched my mind off and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Have I, have oh I achieved gosh. enlightenment? Am I... <laughs> Am I amazing? Have I risen to another <laughs> celestial plane? <laughs> no, but I think really good advice and all PhD students surely struggle with that. Switching yeah, off. it sounds yeah. like it's something so you're it's doing. It's embedded in the culture, isn't it, of like academics, so it's difficult. But yeah. the fact you're like taking out time of your... Oh, but let me try that again. The fact you're taking time out today, you know, to go and do a gym session, they're all things that are going to help you to achieve that sort of, yeah, sense of calm maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. We, <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. Oh, thanks, Dana. Oh, Dana, thank you no so problem. much. I can't wait to listen, guys. Oh, it's lovely to have you on. So lovely to have you on. And enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy body pump. Thank you. you Ooh, too. Get that Stop. body pump. So. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I want to see that body work. That was living <laughs> my head. Oh, you deny She's like, what? <laughs> What's going on? Hello? Oh, what a legend is Dana. So good so good yeah. Dana I mean she she gave better advice than she did and I must say though chat GPT I don't think that was terrible it's probably what I would have said exactly <laughs> in all, in that's all what I mean wonders. and there is if you want like inspiration every day there is an inspo bot that gives you random generated inspirational so quotes so basically I'm gonna go and put my head in an oven and yeah. I'm not needed in this world anymore do you wanna quickly <laughs> get a little um, inspo bot inspirational quote sure to end so I have just got up a website called Inspirobot. Inspobot. No, but it says Inspirobot. Oh. Dot me, okay? Okay. So this was Emily's idea to generate an inspirational quote just yeah. to end the episode on. Um, and here we go, Emily. Let's see what you think about this. Every fruitful marriage must have a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> bots can't take over everything what the actual fuck this has been super genius <laughs> something about mattresses and marriages <laughs> see ya bye, bye.